The record industry is dead because of the fans. They killed it. Welcome to the Rockwire Podcast, where the heart of rock and roll is on life support. Reviewing new music and talking rock and roll news of the week. I'm your host, CJ, with my boys, Derek and Brad. Rockwire can also be found on YouTube and on Spotify with full-length songs included for Spotify Premium subscribers. Hello tonight. This is CJ. This is the Rockwire. Man, we have a short show for you tonight, but it is packed full of the new shit. So here comes the new shit. But before we get into it, from the city by the bay where the koi play, Beefcake Brad, how are you tonight, Brad? Well, I, I wore this festive flannel shirt tonight because this is the last night of November. And it's Movember or Mustache Vember, No Shave November, whatever you want to call it. And I am so glad that you guys still got peach fuzz because I've shaved, I've shaved this off twice, and I still got more fuzz on my face than you two clowns. Oh. A smaller penis. <laughs> and from the Badlands, with the aces and the eights, the dead man's hand. Derek, how are you tonight, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm happy to be here. So, you know, seeing your two faces always just lightens up my day. No matter what's going on, I'm just happy to see you. So here's the deal. We have the five songs that don't suck. All new releases from last week. We couldn't get them out because we were doing the big Wage War album review. That is out today. Today being Tuesday the 30th. So here are the five tracks. We got Self-Deception, Intoxicated Haze. We got Fame on Fire, One Right Now. We have the new Corn, Start the Healing. New LA Guns, Bad Luck Charm. And last but not least, the new Kid Rock, Don't Tell Me How to Live. And for the purposes of YouTube, Derek, what song you want to lead off with? Uh, you know what? Do you want to lead with? Uh, you know what? Let's let's lead with the first song that that uh, I listened to actually, which was "Intoxicated Haze." All right, <laughs> so that is the band Self Deception, as Brad's favorite band of last year. The yep. new one, Intoxicated Haze. Why don't you take it away, Brad? Well, during COVID, this is actually their third song they've released. Um, Stockholm Hearts and The Fall. Um, Stockholm Hearts, I really liked. I was going to bring it, but I was like, man, it's kind of the chorus is kind of chanty, and I thought you guys would rip on me. But this one, I really love the vocals on. Um, I could have done with the or done away with some of the keyboard because it was really pushed up there. Um, I just, I think it's great. The drums though, for this band always sound amazing. So I like this song. You know, I like this song 
as well. And I agree with you 100, 100, Brad. I didn't care for the synth. And, uh, you know, this song, you know, this is a, another song about addiction. And uh, I think particularly drinking in this one. And uh, when I hear songs like this, sometimes I just, uh, I, I just hope it's not a cry for help. From from your professional opinion, Brad, is this song a cry for help? It's either a cry for help or they're telling somebody they're aware. And I'm hoping it's that there, there's awareness. Yeah, it, it seemed a little apologetic at times, for sure. But they're aware of their issues. Right. Derek, what's your issues with the new self-deception song? Well, it's kind of funny because uh, talking about a cry for help, most of the times when CJ throws songs on here, I find it as a cry for help for him to find something good. But uh, we ignore him on that one, so we'll ignore this too. It's like uh, an Aussie song, Shot in the Dark. <laughs> oh, I'll get to that later in, in this. Right, Even right. the losers get lucky sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know what? Is that, a, that had a good beat and good tempo. The synth just is so weird, you know, and I, I try to be open-minded because uh, Eskimo Cowboy has kind of helped me with that because how weird they are and the techno kind of stuff, they integrate into it, but they do it way better. Uh, I thought it was a pretty melodic song as well, and it's got some pretty heavy vocals and parts, which is really cool. You know, I got this in a, a I think I can listen to this in a steady rotation. I don't know if I'm going to listen to it constantly, you know, a lot, but I, this is one of the songs to the synth just, you know, Oh, just kind of drove me crazy though, because they'd really hit these really cool parts and that synth would come in and I'm like, Oh, ugh. but the good, news, the good news is it was in and out like Casey on a Friday night. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, so I guess I'm sorry. I don't want to ramble on. I know CJ, you're going to get mad at me, but uh, go check out Stockholm hearts. But another one, of, that one, this is another one of the songs we're going to talk about as well. Some of the other ones where they do vocals where they go, Oh, you know, they're kind of really, really uplifting kind of ooh, kind of a thing, but it was good. I liked this. It was a good song. Yeah. I thought it was a jam despite the synth self-deception intoxicated haze. Brad, what's the number two slotted song this week? Where are you at? Well, let's talk about a guy. Well, no, we're gonna, I can't do that. We got to leave that one toward the end. We got to we got to do the guy from Detroit. I think last. Um, let's do Fame on Fire right now. We're on our one right now. All right, so the new one from Fame on Fire, one right now. And of course, this song's a little dirty because he's talking about the one, the one he's on top of right now. Right. You know, so here we go. It, it's a song about juggling multiple chicks. Uh, I actually think this is a this is a radio song, man. There, there's some explicit language in there. You get that radio edit done. This is a hit. <laughs> this is a hit, man. A pulsing riff, strong vocal. This is another good one from Fame on Fire. What do you think, Derek? So, yeah, I, I think this is probably a radio friendly besides some of the lyrics and everything. 
don't know if it's about juggling chicks. I think it's more. Okay, look, this song. This song starts like a top forty boy band. Okay. Ah, uh, I'm so torn because I listened to this song probably five times before we came on tonight because I'm just trying to wrap my head around a little bit. The clean vocals are too clean sometimes, but it it goes along with, and they had some of the vocals like, ooh, you know, it almost reminded me like uh, uh, Adam Levine, his little brother was trying to be heavy and hard, you know? It's teeny bopper to me. It's, he's talking about, you know, he talks about, I, you know, I, you wanted my baby. You wanted a baby, so I effed you so good. You should pay me. Uh, my belief is he probably isn't that good. He's never heard of fake orgasms because I don't think he's that good because the way he sings this song, he sounds like a whiny little bitch. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like Elaine says, fake, 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 fake. Brad. All right. Here's what I said. I said, this is another strong vocal sound. Um, I always liked this band. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought the second verse, though, sounded like they were featuring Rick from Adelina's Way in the song. And I think they've partnered up a couple times. So that might, he might be the, the second vocalist in this in that thing. Um, the intro reminded me of breakdancing, you know, from the 80s. That's what it reminded me of. Um, but once the song hits, it had a great drive. And you guys, both of you guys for once are 100% dead on. This song is radio driven. It should be on the radio and it's going to probably be on, you know, Octane and all that stuff and just blow up. Maybe, maybe we will see. Little whiny. Check it out. Fame on fire. One right now. And let's wrap up the YouTube extravaganza. The three songs for the video platform and we got to get in the kid the k-i-d kid rock bobby shazam don't tell me how to live now he uh partnered up with the band monster truck on this one and uh basically he saw ted nugent's come and take it and said Hold my beer, Uncle Ted. I got this. Brad, did, have you had any experience driving the monster truck before this song? Were they on your radar at all? They were when they um, partnered up with Blackstone Cherry. Oh, there you, there you go. You remember them as the other collaboration. Yep. All right. Let's... <laughs> Let's get into this song. Derek, wh what do you think of this one? Bobby hasn't done anything uh, well, for see, a while. It's pretty self-explanatory. What do you have to say about it? Okay. Can I go now? Okay. Uh, oh, well, you got to wait one second. Go. Okay. So this is like... No, no, wait, wait. Go ahead. I'm going to kill you both. Wrap my hands around your neck like Kid Rock would do if you were a snowflake. So, listen, this was a harken back to the devil without a cause sound. I mean, it just brought me back to driving around and listening to uh, 
the dock of rock dropping the the new kid rock album with bow to bow and everything on it um he hits every social point in this song i i love this singer from monster truck or whatever he is insane good i remind me of like a uh, Hank Williams Jr. kind of a vibe to it. It is really cool. And, you know, I mean, Kid Rock, he gets a little, he's a little juvenile the way he starts it out. F you hoes, you know. But but basically the 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 riff of the song and just the 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 ma- nastiness and meanness of the song. And I I thought it was my favorite song probably from Kid Rock in like 20 years as far as a rocker goes. Thank God he did it again. I I, I really liked it a lot. Now, since you went there, let's get to this question right now. So Big Bob is, uh, I think he's got to be around 50 now, 51, maybe 52. And he is dropping curse word after curse word i was playing it in my car and my daughter's eyes were so big (laughs) and i said i said hold on there sweetheart uncle bobby's a little fired up on this one yeah at some point at some point i gotta call child protective services so so uh, oh it it was the edited version out recently yeah right (laughs) so um Here's the question for you, Derek. Is there come a time where an artist or a rapper is just too old to do this kind of fuck all you hoes, I'm the baddest motherfucker kind of content? No, yeah, because it can seem, seem to ring a little untrue a little bit. Oh, well, if Brad is shaking his head. Let me tell you why. For the most part, I think everything is spot on. The only thing I would say that I thought was a little cheesy over the top was the the hose. I don't think at his age he should be talking about hose or use the word hose. He can say F you because he's like every other older dude like me that just says, get off my lawn, you dirty little brat. You know, so I, I liked it a lot. The, the, verse, the first line I thought was just sound a little ridiculous is all. Brad, Detroit till you die. All right. Same to, same question. Weigh in on that. All right. So do you guys remember back in the day as, as a heavyweight fighter, there was a guy named George Foreman. Well, I love George. Yeah, he was, I love George. Oh, that dude had so much dust coming out of his ass when he got in that ring to fight Michael Moore. I think it was Michael Moore. Or, or, yeah, it's Michael Moore. You got yeah. it. And he knocked that dude out in the – 10th or 11th round to win the heavyweight champion and george was gone for years and i kind of feel that same way about kid rock he has lost his way i mean he didn't lose his way he became alabama he became all these softer rock leonard skinner leonard skinner oh he he followed that and he did that for a while he's wearing granny glasses right he um was heartbroken because pamela broke his heart but, but you know what? Something hit him hard, and he is now coming back. Um, I The one thing I did not like is when he kept referencing his past, devil without a cause. I mean, if you're going to follow that up with 
you're going to suck my dick sideways. I'm like, that was harder hitting than devil without a cause. I like that. Well, Um, you remember that's what he told Oprah to do when he was drunk up on stage in Nashville. Well, that was, that was so spot on. I would have, I would have kept that and come up with something again. Um, But why you bust his balls over the, the devil at a cause thing, uh, how many songs does he sound? But it sounded like from that era, you know, he's right. like, oh, I'm bringing it back. I don't know why. why yeah. But how many that? songs does he say that in? Well, rappers all talk about. They got but the- he's not. He's a rocker, dude. He can do it. He's amazing. Listen, the <laughs> only person that can out brag Kid Rock is Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Brad, what do you think about the guitars in this one? I, I actually thought the lead guitar was outstanding yeah. i like it more every time i hear it i think that that was actually probably the best guitar work he's really had and devil without a cause is pretty good you know and you i think the- that that was the monster truck guys for Waylon. Waylon sat this one out i think when you talk about the whole guitar and everything dude this song you put the headphones in like i had when we first got on here and you put that song on that just gives you some swagger. I mean, you walk around the block just swinging it around. I mean, Dude, I, I thought those I, were your hearing aids. I can't. Yeah, maybe. You're wrong. <laughs> I thought I took those out. Here's my headphones. But <laughs> uh, Bose doesn't make hearing around, aids, Brad. I mean, oh, man. I, he's, that's got some attitude. and It's fun to listen to, man. I, I love some of his uh, lines and rhymes on the back end of this but the only thing i wanted to let you know is when bobby says he rips more lines than a 10 pound bass he's not (laughs) talking about fishing boys so what (laughs) here here we go man the the new kid rock two weeks older than i would have liked to have had it on the podcast but better late than never and oh and by the way 25 curse words in this one if you're keeping track don't tell me how to live don't tell me how many times i can curse in my song i'm gonna go to sunday mass after this oh my goodness take us out for youtube derek man these are three pretty cool songs you know uh cj didn't do so so bad i'm glad we're saving this fourth one for uh spotify listeners because well you should check it out because i am gonna destroy cj over this one so uh but three great songs and it's great to hear a new kid rock song so enjoy and of course uh the entire podcast with musical accompaniments is on spotify if you're a spotify premium subscriber man that's that's uh where we like the show best in almost like a uh, radio show format. Yeah, they got the description. The the videos for the videos will be in the description below. See YouTube. Now. Derek's already pieced out. You know, last week I just edited that up and got it out tonight. And Derek is going to have to make sure he gets the maniac versus the manic down because I called the name of the wage war album maniac at least three or four times before I finally 
got it correct once. I don't know how anybody could say that's their favorite album of the year if they don't even know that. Hey, when you're on air four hours a day, Brad, you can switch Manic to Maniac. Well, I think he was thinking about that. I'm a maniac, maniac on the floor. Exactly. That's fucking exactly what I was thinking. On the floor? So we got, we got two songs left. Who's the biggest corn fan here out of the three of us? I party with Jonathan once. Then, baby, it's you. The new corn. Start the healing. Set it up. Knock it down. So... I know you guys are a bunch of pussies and never been in a fight before. Yeah, what you eat, Dick. And um, I think this song is actually about that moment when you're contemplating whether you're going to bring the thunder or not. Because um, this song doesn't have the normal bass line, the normal thump of corn. Um, the first thing I want to say, though, is I don't remember ever having layers of vocals in the lyrics before there was like different layers of different you know sounds of that um i mean i could be wrong um i really enjoyed the chatty chorus i know derek it probably doesn't um it was actually the chattiness afterwards but um you know the driving like i said the driving bass isn't there and that's always the preempt to when you fight think about it when you're it's all bass but when you get when you're getting ready to, you know, and you're looking the person in the face, you don't have that thunder yet. You're, you know, you're, I agree. This this song doesn't exactly have the uh, the uh, pit opening sound of blind. It's a little bit more refined. But yeah, it's you know, Jonathan has always been. Uh, kind of all over the map with his vocals right i mean he's got a lot of range he can he can do a lot of different yeah. things vocally that so i know exactly what you're talking about mixing in his vocals with the gruff vocal on this one yeah. and i didn't really think it was him i thought maybe maybe one of the other members of the band might be yeah. singing that chorus because it was so different do you have a take on that was that jonathan or was it somebody else derek no i i'm, I'm sure it was him um i would real quick if we could just do a, a sidebar here brad tell me about and please concise because i know you can ramble on you know i don't i never do but you do sometimes <laughs> uh, and only say um twice all right I don't know if that's oh, a more, and more, and more, more, more. What tell us about when you parted with Jonathan? I want to hit that real quick. So I was actually at a concert and I was hanging out in Seven Dust locker. What concert? Seven Dust. It was Disturbed, Corn, Seven Dust, and um, nothing more. Okay. Not nothing more in this moment. And I'm in. The, I'm backstage in Seven Dust locker room, and they're just get. They just got off stage. Or, and we're, you know, having some Heinekens and talking and some guys are lighting up and doing some stuff they're not supposed to. And Jonathan comes in before he goes on stage and comes in there 
And here's this little dude in this Adidas workout outfit. It puts his arm around me and looks me dead in the eyes and says, I love that smell. And I looked and I'm like, oh my God, this guy's got dreadlocks. Oh my God, it's a singer. It's a <laughs> and then he left and put on a hell of a show. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it must have been him or Derek in his Russian gangster outfit. <laughs> that's that's funny. That's that's really cool. Um, that's interesting. I never heard that before. Thank you, Brad. Uh, yeah, it was great. You no, know, I'm really happy that Corn is back, and I, I I look forward to hearing their album. This song wouldn't drive me to want to listen to more of the stuff or download the album. I still will because I want to hear more. I found this this song to be kind of one note, uh, too a little subdued and simple. And I say simple meaning I didn't, there wasn't a ton of time changes and stuff like that. Like I wanted to hear and and they, they do a fantastic job when they do that. So I was personally a little disappointed that I didn't hear a lot of that, the different uh, aspects of the music that they do lots of times in their songs. So I was a little disappointed in it, to be honest. Yeah, I thought, well, they did have one uh, pretty significant change around the 2.30 mark where it uh, it kind of got a little chanty and broke yeah. it down a little bit. But it wasn't very long. And then it came right back to the same chorus. But but I I did notice I did notice that change. You, you know, what? I, I like this one. So thumbs up or thumbs down. You you like the new cornbread? Yeah, I, I do. Um, it's a. Like I said, it doesn't have that that thump to thunder yet, but it, I do like it. It might be one of their opening songs in the album. So a staple on the Rockwire podcast is L.A. Guns, the new one from L.A. Guns. This is right in Derek's wheelhouse, of course. The Bad Luck Charm. What do you think about the new one from L.A. Guns, D? Listen, man, I'm so... Uh... You could have thrown a rock and hit a better song to bring today. <laughs> it was I a new one. I it was a new one, but the, but the whole album is out. So I was listening to the whole album, and I'm like, oh, I like this song. I like this song. I like this song. This song, yeah, you know, it's all right. And of course, that's the one you bring. Hey, I, they oh, they no. picked it, not me. Take it up with Tracy and Phil. Anyhow. You know what? I mean, it has a sort of a vibe to it sometimes that reminds me of Hollywood Vampires, that album, which was very kind of haunting and kind of cool and had these different tones to it. So I like that. But to me, it was just it, it, it wasn't classic L.A. Guns. Let me tell you something. I am a huge L.A. Guns fan. I remember Tony Hill with me at Jamestown College. I remember getting in, putting a CD of the new album, uh, Cocked and Loaded, listening to Rip and Tear, driving in a red Fiero. With, with the speakers built into the seat right behind yes. your head. Oh, my God. And we were ripping and tearing down the street. So I was disappointed because I think this song doesn't represent uh, as much as the new album is really cool. I think this is more kind of a calmer kind of... Uh, jammy kind of a song but I, I don't like I don't like it as much as the other the other songs on it but 
it's cool. It's a little haunting, a little bit in parts and stuff. So, you, you oh. know, I love the word you use, haunting. I think that's a really good descriptive word for this one. Because for me, it kind of got like a maybe like a little bluesy, but it, it kind of reminded me of Guns and Roses, Dust and Bones, which kind of has a little bit of haunting feel to the lyric. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, you know what? I I didn't I didn't think I didn't think much of this one. Brad. Well, I felt the tones of the song sounded perfect. The, the you know the the actual flow the flow was good. It felt really dated, and that's what concerned me about it. Um, the guitar solos though actually reminded me of some great white, the bluesy feel. Um, and I didn't feel that was, you know, Tracy. So is he playing backup on this rhythm? I don't know. Oh, God, no. Tracy would never play rhythm. Are you high? Oh, how many times you, have you, you, you saw you still got remnants of that, that bowl you smoked with Jonathan back in the day. So did you like this one or no, Brad? You know, the, Derek brings them a lot, and I think the other songs were always better. So that's how I'm going to leave it. I love them. So, so you have listened to the new album. What do you think of the new album, Derek? Give it. Give like us it. your. I haven't listened to it a lot. I quick. I, I checked it out pretty quickly and scanned through those tracks, and I think. I mean, I'll have to say, I think "Cannonball" is probably the best song. That just song is just that's so. A- it's okay, we so had that good. on the podcast. Yeah, it's Great so song. good. So, but I'd like to bring a different song maybe down the line a little bit uh, because I do think they have some pretty good stuff on there. I'm pretty, they've been, they've been doing pretty good stuff. I mean, they, I'm impressed with them. They, they just keep rocking. And I think the album is, is a good album. I don't think this is a great representation, the song of the album. Right. All right, man. Decide for yourself. L.A. Guns, bad luck charm. So next week, we have to bring one of our other featured artists all the time. Go on. That always gives the two middle fingers. So what are you talking about, Brad? Are you talking about because I thought you said they, they're doing, doing cover he, songs. They did answer me. It he, is a cover song. He wants, that, he wants that country cover from State of Mind. I, I just want to, I want your guys' opinion. I, I'm fine with that. I, I, I've, li- I've listened to it. I like it. I thought they so did another I, great cover. I think we need to have that as a, just an add-on song to our next podcast. I'll tell you what. I think what, what we should do, you know what? No, I. If CJ's open to it, because you know he rules with an iron fist. Oh, yeah. He told us five songs tonight, and that never happens. You, you, you know what? You guys were quiet all week. You know, I think this is the first week where there was, like, no communication from when I pushed end podcast to, to well, but Derek on the last podcast, wanting to know where his invite is. No, on the last podcast, you pretty much told us we're going to do this, 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 and this. So, uh, but. <laughs> well, well, that's what, the, yeah, that's what we, that's what we did. Let me three days grace. So, so what are you thinking next week, Derek? You got you guys are fucking killing me here. 
killing me. Just shut the, shut up. All right. So Brad's talking about bringing up State of Mind song, which is a cover song, right? I, yeah, I'm just saying as, as. Brad, just say yes or no. We owe it to them. Yes, it's a cover. Jesus Christ. I swear to God, man. <laughs> All right. So it's a cover song. So I have one that I would bring that would be very different from anything else I would ever bring. And I think it will be very popular with you two, but it's not something I would ever bring. So well, what is it? What's oh, in the box? Bowling for soup, killing them with kindness. So, so maybe we could make this a hodgepodge kind of a, a podcast next time. Like three really kind of different songs. CJ, if you want some help, I mean, I can help you. <laughs> well, no, I don't. I don't think so. All right. Well, I, I think this show is almost booked. Two weeks out, then, if we're going, if we're going with the picks episode next week, because. The new Black Label Society came out this week. Oh. I think I think we got to get that album review on the new Black Label in and done. And, and I'll tell you what else I, I was looking into was uh, I was looking over some of the lists of like albums of the year because we've declared declared Wage War Derek's pick for album of the year. I haven't done it yet. And because if you look, if you look at that top twenty-five list, I brought Brad. Would you let him finish? <laughs> well, Jeez. I was looking on that top twenty-five list, and I noticed there were a few albums. You know, we have some albums on there that were well represented, but there was one album in particular that I, I believe Derek brought them. Maybe not, but it was the Dust Coda the limbo man and i noticed that album was on there and i went through that album today in its entirety because i had not listened to the, we listened to the limbo man put it aside never touched it again i went through that album today man it's really good it's really i good. love the limbo man. i did love so, I so that that was your song brad yeah yeah it was, it was uh, mason hill um what other bands were on there that i, I there was four or five bands i brought on that top God, we don't need a whole backstory. What? Yes, you brought that album. It was good, okay? You're, but you, these are all record companies saying whose it is. And we're going to talk about it, I, I know. But no, how did Wade's War not get on there? I, it came out in October. If it came out in April... Yeah, because that article was from August, wasn't it? It was, it was. I, I looked because it was so far. I was like, how old is this? I was like, can I actually that's what I was gonna do on the back end of the podcast today instead of just bullshitting like we are oh, now. No, we gotta, I was we gotta gonna have go a through that 25 list. Except then I, I realized it was so old, I, I just didn't think it was any good. Well, we can't give Derek any credit yet because they didn't they didn't talk about Pop Evil, Egypt Central, which has a really good album. Wasn't even you know, mentioned in that article. Pop Evil wasn't as good as Wage War. Uh, well, oh, I no. agree with that, but I mean, I can't give you any loving yet <sighs> until the um, night that we do the top album of the year. And they, let me communicate with you both right now uh, in all transparency uh, and being really 
uh, emotionally exposed to you both. Work has been really, really shitty and tough lately. And it's been hard for me coming home, doing different things. And so I'm way behind on the videos. I have one that's almost ready to go. And I, I apologize. It's, it's, it's been tough for me doing certain things when I come home. So. Oh, I'm Hey, hoping. Hey, I understand. I understand it. We know how, we, we know how much time goes in, into, into that. You, YouTube deal. You know what? I, I would tell you is it's okay to skip episodes. Just if you got one, you're not feeling just skip it either that, or don't, don't put the, don't put the goodies in it. Just upload it as it is. And it, it is what it is. I know, but it's, it's hard for me because I, 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 I honestly enjoy it so much and I love it. It's, but it takes so much energy and, and concentration to do it. And or just do one song. Just do one song. Yeah. We only do we do three, but no, actually, Derek, it's all right. I mean, we're still doing a clever <laughs> but job. But we do three, but it goes to eleven. Well, but but the funny thing is, is when it's finally done. As much as I'm like upset with myself, and when it's done, I feel so good that I'm like, because I don't want to put anything that's shitty. You know, it's it's fun for me, and I think it's fun for us to look at it and have us on there and and see cool graphics and spinning around and the bands coming up and doing stuff. And, you know, and I don't want to do it half-assed. So, but I, I to not do it half-assed, I have to really, I have to really get into it. And it's, and not that I'm not into it, it's that to get into that mind space has just been a little rough for me lately. So that's good. Well, so we have a minute left. Let, let me recap. So you, your pick of the year is in, Derek. Brad, you need to settle on your album. And if we haven't already done it yet, we're going to do it before New Year's Eve. And mine as well. So so get your album of the year. That, that'll be an episode. And uh, Okay, since, since Wayne's whoa, working... Wait, wait. Dank, Danko Jones came out hard on Kid Rock and he was very oh. offended that Monster Truck would dare do a recording of an album with Kid Rock and everyone's an asshole except for Danko Jones. So who you're Danko Jones. Who are you to tell Monster Truck who they can record with? Kid Rock sold more records on accident than you ever will. Dick Danko man. sounds like a butthole. See ya. Peace. Please help out the show. Subscribe, rate five stars, write a review. You can drop me an email at cjrockwire at protonmail.com.